you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to get into our NXT review in just a bit, but it's that time of year, Larson. That time of year, of course, where we talk about CM Punk returning to the wrestling ring. It seems like this happens quite a bit. And honestly, like most of the time, it's like, yeah, okay, grain of salt. But this time, our good friend O'Shawn Rossap over there at Fightful is the one breaking this news. What's going on? Yeah, so uh, if you're not subscribed to Fightful Select, you really should be because you get huge news like this. Huge news. That we got today. So according to Fightful, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk is in talks to make his in-ring return with AEW likely being the destination. Fightful was clear note that there has been no confirmation of Punk signing a deal with any promotion, much less a timetable for his return. Only that, quote, Punk and a company official have had ongoing conversations about in-ring return. Um, so I know Steve's excited because, A, he's a CM Punk fan. B, he predicted that Punk would show up at All Out. I predicted not just Punk, but Punk and Brian Danielson and maybe El Generico. Because so I he has think to get all contract. three of those right, right? I don't have to. But it'd be a pretty big deal because I, I thought this was going to happen in 2020 because... He was on backstage. 
He even said in an interview that he's feeling it out, um, but he's obviously been very careful about how, when, where, why he's made his return. And uh, and there was also a report that Triple H was in contact with him a year ago or so when they were trying to hoard all the talent from AEW. Yeah. And evidently that didn't work out. I hope this does work out because I think it'll be very exciting. It'll be excellent for our business. For me as a fan of CM Punk in the ring, um, it'll be very exciting. And uh, yeah, I don't see any downside of this. I think it's pretty awesome. But mainly because I predicted at the beginning of the year. All right. Did you know I got three of my predictions at the beginning of the year right already? That's great, man. That's awesome. Anyway, take your one. I'll take my three. (laughs) Okay. What's your take on this? You're excited to see CM Punk back if this happens? Yeah, sure. I guess. Yeah. I mean, uh, Punk's fine and all. Like, he's a good wrestler, or was. You touched him once. Remember, you touched him once. Yeah. He ran up uh, in in Sacramento and I touched his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Before he elbowed some guy in the face. Um, yeah, imagine. Oh boy, you, you know, we, neither of us knew that that was a possibility. I'm not sure if you would have reached out a, a foot because he was like right in your business there. He was invading your personal space. Who CM Punk? No, Wasn't he just he? ran up the aisle. He just ran up the aisle. No, when you touched section. him. When you touched him. No, he was running up and I just patted him on the shoulder. That's it. Oh, okay, whatever. Anyways, no, so, he uh, wasn't in my business. No, not not at all. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, in terms of generating enthusiasm and excitement in the wrestling world, this is great because it's something that. That that is always good for business, um, and if AEW could sign him to a deal, give us some of these dream matches, uh, you know, him versus Kenny, of course, the one the match everybody wants to see, mm-hmm. CM Punk versus Cody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No. No. Not, not at all. No. But uh, all the other dream matches, yes. No, but um, that would that's definitely a promo I want to see. I don't really care about them wrestling, but CM Punk coming out and cutting a promo on Cody Island. Is a thousand percent something I'd love to see. Yes, yes. Okay, all right, very well. Um, so it's good for business, not just AEW, but I think the business overall. Maybe Punk going to AEW will will give WB a little bit of kick in the pants to to improve their product. I know they're they you know they're apparently all the good stuff, but is but start coming out now. They're back on the road. I need to see that raw stuff happen. But as a situation while I was watching raw, thinking, yeah, maybe this could have been done better. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, uh, you know, as, as the weeks and months go on, back on the road, maybe they'll bring their A game creatively. But anyways, you know, if, if, if AEW is up in their game on a regular basis, it could hopefully force WB's hand to actually put more focus on, on decent creative. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's the, there's a history of that, obviously, with the Monday Night Wars. When mm-hmm. WWE's getting their ass kicked, they decided to actually put out good stuff and build stars for the future. And, uh, and yeah, that's something that we're always looking forward to. Hopefully WWE can, can bring their a game and not do confusing things like the carrying cross mess. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, this is, this is, this is really cool. I, I hope it, I hope it does happen just because I, I don't see any downsides to it. It'll reinvigorate, uh, you know, the, the business in general, our business, internet wrestling's business, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really, really cool. So yeah, it could shout be cool, out yeah. to Sean Rossap for getting the scoops. Yeah, yeah, yes, Sean is great. Anyways, uh, let's jump into this NXT. I mean, I was I was just really curious about NXT to see Karrion Cross and uh, if he was gonna you know show up, if he was gonna show his face. He didn't show his barely. face in the in the Capital Wrestling uh, Center. No, he barely showed up at all. It was just the very end, the very end, like yeah. the last three minutes. Yeah. They kayfabed his uh, his raw appearance 
Joe didn't mention didn't mention his loss in two minutes though. He, he no, he said uh, Joe called it. He referenced the field trip he took to Raw, and uh, and then at the end, Cross was like, "This belt means I can go wherever I want, whenever I want." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, under WWE's umbrella, yes, that is totally true." But yeah, you can't show up in a Ring of Honor show. Probably no. not. Probably not. Um, and uh, he lays out uh, an old man. You know, I mean. He got beat by Jeff Hardy, a guy who got beat by Veer Shanky on main event yeah. last yeah. week. So yeah. now a safe target for him, a 50-plus-year-old man, William yeah. Regal. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't exactly help Cross look any tougher, though. Not really, no. No, not at all. No, no, completely not. No, ran away from Samoa Joe and his challenger. If anything, it looks like, well, I, I, I failed in my challenge to beat Jeff Hardy, a man who's in his probably late 40s. Uh, lost in under two minutes and now i'm coming to nxt to take out my frustrations on a 50 plus year old man who has like history issues you know or uh injury history yeah um despite you know his 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 reputation as a wrestler being a real tough guy mm-hmm. now you know injury is forced to retire uh he probably saw him as an easy target again does not make carrying cross look tough or really threatening or intimidating by any stretch of the imagination. Probably he can snarl and wh- whatnot all he wants. It's probably a sneak attack. Yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, you know, on an old man, uh, you know, cross wearing his best, uh, you know, J.C. Penny suit, his Carmax Challenger. Um, you know, the guy he's he's just he's stinking up that NXT title, man. I need Joe to get that thing off him, ASAP. Uh, there was beyond that. I mean, NXT was fine. It was sort of a standard episode. Yeah, uh, that was all right. N- not a ton happened. Um, there was kind of a scary spot. I think the highlight for me was probably the hit row legato stuff. I thought. I think Swerve is very quickly number one. They need to get out of the Capital Wrestling Center. I feel like already that crowd is already too complacent, and they don't appreciate <laughs> what they what they have in front of them. And I kind of feel like sometimes that was the problem with Full Sail is that on one hand, they were they were very appreciative in that it, it was like their home and they would all have this big sense of community. But at the other at the other hand, there isn't like the level of excitement. You know, there was like one guy. I know. I don't know why this stood out to me, but while Santos was delivering his Santos Escobar was delivering his promo, there was one guy and you could just hear him. One guy. Head row. Hit. It's like, sh- shut up, please. Just shut up. I know you're trying to do the taunting the heel, but it's just you're just one guy in a crowd of what, like 50 or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's underwhelming. I wish they'd go on the road. You book smaller venues, 2000. You'll have hot crowds every single week. You know, I, I don't know. That bugs the crap out of me. Um, but things are. Uh, yeah. And then there was kind of a scary spot during the uh, the women's match. Yes. Which really kind of freaked me out. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez dropped sort of like a twisting Vader bomb mm-hmm. on uh, on Zia Lee. Zia Lee, yeah, yeah, and uh, it looked like she busted her ribs or something. Something. And they had to stop. They had to pause the match and let her get her wind back, uh, her wind back, and then and they they had to do a finish. And so they did the only finish that they could do because Raquel Gonzalez has that one finishing move, and it's the let's drop somebody from eight feet up in the air yeah <laughs> it's terrifying section, i know and she did it and you could tell it sucked and but you know raquel gonzalez comes out with the with the pin and it seems like given the promo that raquel gonzalez dropped last night 
Dakota Kai might that that turn might happen sooner than later. Oh yeah, because Dakota Kai looked really put off by Raquel saying after she beat Saya Lee that she pretty much cleared out the division. Well, she said there's nobody left, and so yeah. Dakota Kai, yeah, looked put out. So like, if there is, if she's saying yeah, there's nobody left, Dakota Kai is going to be the obvious next one. Um, so uh, so yeah, but Joe Joe was really great last night, and all he really did was wait around for for Cross. So I'm really excited about the prospect. Of uh, of him maybe taking that title off Cross and being the new face of NXT, get him up here on that uh, on that banner of ours here on the YouTube yeah, version great. of the show. That'd be great. Um. So yeah, let's, and then, let's dive into it. Yeah, yeah we'll we we'll got... dive into it. we'll dive into it. So, sure, sure. so Samoa uh, Joe starts things off. Uh, he comes out with a head full of steam. He says, "TikTok, guess who's come to smash your clock?" And uh, Regal comes running down and says, Joe, Joe, this is not what I wanted. Certainly not what I had in mind. When you came back to NXT, you knew what I had in mind. You cannot be calling out superstars. And Joe says, if I was provoked, I could. And I was provoked. And he says, Cross put his hands on you in your capacity as an NXT ref, Joe, not NXT management. Joe says, semantics. You come at me with semantics. He says, Cross is out of control. He needs to be put down. He said, did you know about his field trip to Raw? He's out of control, and I'm here to put him under control. And Regal says, Cross is on his way here, Joe, and we will solve this peacefully. Don't say another word unless it's the right one. And he says, out of respect for you, Regal, I can guarantee that tonight will be the end of this, but I cannot guarantee it will end peacefully, and someone tonight is going teep teeps They're going to go to sleep. Yep, yep. Yep. I thought it was a really good scene. These guys have excellent chemistry. They do. They do. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app. Or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, we get a Zia Lee promo next. She calls tonight the most important match for her career. She's going to be the new champ. Uh, she plans to do to Raquel what she did to Mercedes. Uh, after that, we get Diamond Mine, Tyler Rust, and Roderick Strong taking on Bobby Fish and Kushida. Uh, Kushida and Bob Fish attack Diamond Mine before the match begins during their entrance. Uh, then we go to commercial, come back. 
uh, Kushida's looking for an arm ringer on Roddy Strong. Roderick reverses that to a backbreaker. That was a great reversal. So Diamond assumes control till Kushida hits Rust Strong with the double handspring elbow. Fish is in. Eventually, he gets isolated by Diamond too. Uh, the finish saw where was I here? Kushida uh, uh, is looking for a hoverboard lock. Rust counters with an ankle lock. Kushida escapes that. Rust hits his finish. Uh, Bob Fish comes in to break up that pin. He takes out Strong and himself. They both tumble to the floor. And then Kushida hits a top rope knee on Russ's arm, follows that with a penalty kick on said arm. He sinks in the hoverboard lock, and Russ pretty much taps out immediately. Man, I don't know if I should spend the extra 10 minutes that would be required to do this, but Edub here in our Twitch chat says, until Joe takes a title from Cross, you guys should put the NXT championship on Jeff Hardy on our banner up here. <laughs> I might do that, man. I'm pretty sure it's an easy swap. I might just do that. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be great. So yeah, uh, that was a good match after that. Uh, Cameron Grimes, uh, and LA Knight pull up. Of course, Grimes in full Butler mode, driving LA Knight. Uh, Knight get, uh, Grimes gets out of the car, slams the car door, and he's still having a good time with his Butler stuff, trying to take his job seriously, but still have fun with it. Knight's being a dick, of course. And uh, he opens up the trunk, and Grimes is tasked with uh, taking uh, L.A. Knight's four clearly empty bags out of the trunk. Mm-hmm. And he's fumbling with them like a fool. Drake Maverick comes out, and he's like, whoa, hey, dude, here, let me help you out. And L.A.'s like, oh, what? No, don't help him with that. That's my butler. What is it? Bring your idiot to work day. Who brought you? Yeah. And then Drake Maverick's like, well, obviously he needs help if he's hanging out with you. And he's like, oh, wow, we're going to have a match tonight. And he's like, okay. Uh, after that, we had Frankie Monet versus JC Jane. Um, Monet they, handled- they, announced, they announced the next takeover officially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. August 22nd. There's an Odyssey Jones video package, too. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I didn't even see that. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? That guy looks great, by the way. Yeah, he does. That match was- of his was pretty darn good. Yeah, you know, like uh, an introductory thing. So I think this is his first match on NXT proper. I think he had his qualifying match on 205 Live. So. Yeah, right, right. That's cool. I missed that. And the uh, TakeOver, any indication on the TakeOver thing? They haven't said it's is that Apart just going to be Apart from the, the date, no, they, I don't believe they mentioned anything about where it's going to be. They need to get this shit on the road, man. Get him in front of some real fans. Um, anyway, so uh, Frankie Monet versus JC Jane. Uh, the most noteworthy thing here is Mandy Rose came out during the middle in the middle of the match and just sort of laid on commentary desk. Yeah, pretty to, much. I guess they said scout what was going on. I don't know. She seemed to be more of a nuisance than anything. I'm not sure Mandy Rose is much of an addition to NXT, but give it time, maybe yeah. it'll get better. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Monet handles Jane pretty quick. JC Jane gets some offense in. She looked pretty good. Um. She ends up hitting a neck breaker, but Monet finishes her with a glam slam. For the win, and uh, and then Mandy just sort of quantum leaps out. Even Wade yeah. Barrett was like, "Oh, where did she go? I, I mean, didn't." She was literally sitting in front was, of Wade. You Barrett. couldn't. He said, "I can't even see what's going on." And then, and then she was yeah gone. Raw gates out gone. of there. That dude does not pay attention. No, no. After that, we got a way interview from earlier today. Uh, Gargano's asked about how he's been dealing with his loss against Cross last week. Uh, John says he's been doing better. And Theory says, yeah, I haven't slept in weeks. And then Gargano says, well, it was the match was last week. That Whatever you're dealing with is unrelated. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly walks in. He tells Austin Theory here what he said about him. And Gargano says, well, I didn't say anything about you. 
And Kyler Riley says, no, not you. This bonehead over here, talking about theory, says something about uh, him sitting down and crying to Wade Barrett. Well, guess what? I'm in a fighting mood. Maybe we should square off tonight. Theory is like, are you challenging me? And, and Kyler Riley says, wow, you are thick. Yes, I'm challenging you to a match tonight. And Theory says, you're on. And then uh, so Kyler Riley walks out. Gargano tells Theory, you got to do this one yourself. Uh, last week I was alone in my match. And, you know, you want to be like Papa John, right? You want to do things like Papa John does, right? And Austin <laughs> yeah. Theory's, yeah. Well, you're on your own this week. You're on your own. And he slaps him on the ass. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I, I cannot get into anything Kyle O'Reilly does. It's even affecting how I consider him. Like, he's a phenomenal wrestler. He's a very good phenomenal. wrestler. Phenomenal. I can't stand whenever he opens his mouth, though. It's so obnoxious. Like, he's trying to be cool, but it's just, dude, dial it down a notch. Starting to get that go away, man. Oof. Oof. And he's probably going to end up winning that that rubber match with Cole, too, which bugs the crap out of me. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Because uh, this week he found his edge. Anyways, we'll get to that in a second. First, there was a Bronson Reed interview where he basically says, I want to fight harder now. I want to fight the best. I shut down Cole last week. I'll do the same next week because they're going to have a match. Yes. Yeah. And then, then we had. Then, yes, Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory. Uh, I thought this was fun. Austin Theory talking a lot of trash. It's a really good match. Telling, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, hey, why don't you go cry to Wade Barrett some more? Mm-hmm. Call him a crybaby mm-hmm. uh, repeatedly um, uh, towards the end here. So uh, Austin Theory's out on the floor. He has the advantage. So he takes the the top set of ring steps off and moves them, you know, kind of like towards the middle of the ring. And I guess now that Kyle O'Reilly sees ring steps, it just raises his his blood pressure. He snaps. His intensity. I guess the commentary is trying to make the point, oh, look, that's like what happened to him when, when Adam Cole hit him with a brain buster on the ring steps and mm-hmm. gave him a, a neck injury. And so he basically loses his mind and makes this face. Yeah. Yeah, and then beats the hell out of out of Austin Theory, rams his head into the ring steps a bunch, some ground and pound back of the ring, some Kawada kicks, an axe kick, a forearm, a running knee, uh, a top rope knee to Theory's leg, and then follows that with a heel hook, and Theory taps out. It was oh. a good match. He had a ton of time. It was a good match, but yeah, the the storytelling was a bit on the nose. Oh, look at that! He's found his edge. Look at that! Oh, he's found his killer instinct. Like, isn't there more of a process than just like <gasps> I saw steel steps? I found it's just, my edge it's a, again. It's one of these. He did yeah. This. Well, I mean, at least with at least with Ilya, like it wasn't so. It was like he got chopped on the back, and then like something happens, and and the commentary in UK they were like witnessing it with us. They weren't telling us what it was supposed to be. Yeah. It yeah. was like oh. Well, the chop in the back and and whatnot is, is leading to his loss. Is kind of it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of humiliation for Ilya because. He saw himself as the man to dethrone Walter. It didn't happen. He felt humiliated and, and kind of like the, the single incident that encapsulates all that is getting chopped in the back. So when he gets hit in the back, it reignites that sense of humiliation, yeah. of anger, frustration. And then he takes it out as opponent. Mm-hmm. But that's all. That groundwork's all been laid. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like this is like a two. Like last week, I got to find that that killer instinct again. He sees ring steps and you're like, okay, that's the killer instinct. Yeah. As opposed to really setting that up for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's like we had a good idea in in UK with Ilya. Let's just do that with Kyle. Let's do let's do like the uh, the copy paste, but it's like much. It's like the Cliff Notes version, you know. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm not really into it. I'm like, oh, I'm just not into it. Uh, and I also, I just love Austin Theory these days. Yeah, he's I think great. he's. I think he's terrific. 
and I really hope that they find I, they, I see him, especially with this week, what happens a little bit later. They're adding dimension to his character, and that promo that I that I, I that that was on mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the dot com last week. Mm-hmm. It's like he's not just dullard guy, you know. They're yeah. adding layers to him. They're adding dimension to him, and and I hope that all that isn't wiped away when he ends up on main roster, which base wrap of the night could be happening pretty soon. It could, it, you know. Hopefully he is savvy enough to to figure out how to grow on his own on main roster when he gets there because he's gonna have to. Mm. Like that's just that's just how it is. Like Cena found his thing, you know, he was what close to quitting or whatever, or he thought he was gonna get laid off, and then he didn't. I think he like he was told he was going to, and then they didn't, and then he found the the rapping thing. And I hope Austin Theory is able to withstand whatever happens to him on main roster. And they don't let him just be smiling baby face because mm-hmm. the kid obviously has tons of ingredients. It's just if they allow him to put them together, he's going to go so damn far. Yeah, He's yeah. going to go so damn And I didn't see it before on main roster, and it took him being with Gargano and them mm-hmm. to unlock and to figure out what it was. Yeah, to find the character and to really inhabit that character. Mm-hmm, yeah, Like Triple H apparently interviewed recently says with Roman Reigns, he's going to have to think about the character. He just does it. Yeah, you know it's so instinctive at this point that he doesn't have to think about the process of what this character would do or say in the situation. It just happens. The second mm-hmm. nature at this point, you get enough reps, you feel comfortable enough with the character. You know that can happen. I don't know if theory's quite to that point yet, but you could see, you could see it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely see it. After that, we had a Raquel Gonzalez interview. Uh, she responded to McKenzie's first question, saying, "Everybody's been saying they've been gonna beat me for the title, and look, even you, McKenzie says." You know, what would happen if Ember beat you? But guess what happened? I won. And Dakota Kai steps in and says after uh, uh, she beat Ember last week, Zaya Lee walked in and stole her spotlight. And this week she's going to pay for it. Raquel says Zaya's kicks don't scare her. bodyguard doesn't scare her friend who sits up on the stage doesn't scare. Uh, and after she beats Zaya, there'll be nobody left. And you see Dakota, Dakota go like, she's coming after you. Raquel yeah, but- is such a good promo. She's so genuine. She like she's very like I don't know. She doesn't come across as pro wrestler at all. Like she just comes across as like an actual competitor, like a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of it's it's pretty refreshing. Mm-hmm. After that, we had what was supposed to be a, a mariachi madness musical, which was Legato's answer to the championship cipher. But before it even gets started, Larson Santos dismisses the mariachis. Says, "I don't need you tonight." I was going to give you a taste of the best musical heritage mariachi, but I changed my mind. I'm not going to lower myself to entertain you. Uh, He says, you're not worth it. I'm not going to do the hit row thing, vomit a few lines, embarrass myself and my hermanos. What is this? The battle of styles? My style is being the true campeon. He says, so hit row, I'm going to take that North American title and I'm going to put it right up there with blood, tradition, Heritage, Familia, and then Hit Row interrupt. B-Fab calls mariachi music trash, which is, whoa. They talk a bunch of trash. Uh, Swerve says, last year it took the entire legato to keep me from getting your title, so I formed my own group. And Santos says, I'm going to take your title back to Mexico. Hit Row get on the apron. Santos, they get in. Santos sends uh, Wild and Raul at Hit Row. Him and Swerve have a face-off. They go at it. 
he comes up uh, on the he comes upon the guitar that's still in the corner, mm-hmm. and as he takes a swing or he's about to take a swing, B Fab takes it from him. Swerve gets his hands on the guitar, swings and misses Santos. He makes an escape. Wild tries to sneak attack Swerve, but he gets caught and then super kicked from Adonis. And then Swerve breaks that guitar over Wild's back mm-hmm. and sends Legato running. Yep. Uh, afterwards, we have the way they're backstage arguing. Gargano's telling them all to calm down. Uh, Candace says it's been awful lately. They've lost the tag titles. Gargano has lost Cross. He's like, you don't have to bring that up. And then she asks the theory why he's picking fights with people he can't beat. And then Indy says, you got to stop. You're being hard on all of us. It's okay if he wants to kiss Dexter. Let him kiss Dexter. <laughs> They're like, what? And then Candace goes, I'm calling a therapist. Gargano says no. Uh, tells Indy that they're her family. And that there he just kind of said to himself, says, yeah, this family is falling apart. And he grabs his gear and he looks for the no-look high five. But John's too busy arguing with Candace and Indy. He kind of sighs, bit deflated, and walks out. It's gonna make me so sad if he leaves. I know. So I know. sad. They're so he's so good there. I know. I know it's gonna be a bummer. I wonder, it's man. Yeah. I, I. God. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't get called up. Me you too. know, I. I generally don't mind when people get called up. I'm not like, oh, they're gonna ruin him, even though I know they're going to. But with with theory, there's so much they can do with him. In NXT with the right creative, there's you feel so like he's much. Just getting, really getting his feet I under. I know, I know. When he starts putting together as a character in the ring and starts winning, and then him and Gargano have a takeover match, and it's like a five and a half star match. Oh man, real like why to see those things. Why can't we have good things? I don't know. I don't know. So after that, we had Samoa Joe and Regal backstage. Uh, Regal tells him that Cross will, in fact, be in the building tonight. And ask Joe to calm down. Joe says, I respect you, but I'm going to be the first man that greets Cross when he gets here. And Regal does, he's like, Joe, just do it peacefully, please. He doesn't want any trouble. He doesn't want any fighting. No violence. No chaos. I like how Regal had like two weeks of ulcer-free NXT. two weeks of relative peace, I know. <laughs> right. Like pretty much no time at all. None. Uh, None. After that, we had uh, Andre Chase. AKA uh, my career side character uh, versus Odyssey Jones, who is huge and uh, will probably go to main roster like immediately. Because he might win this tournament, get his title shot, and then go to main roster. Dude, I, him versus Duke Hudson. I don't know. Did they ever release brackets for this damn tournament? Let me double so, check. So we know like who is on could potentially face yeah. whom? That's a good point. It's like, come on. Uh yeah, that Odyssey dude, he's huge. He is massive. He moves really well though. He, he moves, moves great. Yeah, it's not like a moss well. huge where like he doesn't move. Um, this dude moves. Uh, Chase does a pretty good job trying to chop him down. There was that crossbody to the outside where he almost fell on his head, which is kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, but they're able to recover from that. Chase runs Odyssey into the post, tries for a pin in the ring. After that, only gets two. He hits a moonsault for two. And then Jones hits like a, it's like a pop up Uranagi type thing. How did you describe yeah, it was that great. finisher? Yeah. Of his? yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, wow. go ahead. So, oh, never mind, never mind. I was trying to speculate on on the the, the matchups, but it's not accurate. So this has got it's got to be Duke Hudson versus that because Freedom KME here in chat 
says there is a YouTube video of Hudson facing off with Odyssey uh, on YouTube after this match. Uh, so that's got to be or, there's, or they, they got to be setting match. up that final. That's so weird that they don't have the brackets. Yeah, there's no brackets yet because it was it was Hudson versus Jira, right? Yes, correct. And now we've had Odyssey versus Chase. Yes. And so and we then, still need to have Trey Baxter, Carmelo Hayes, Joe Gacy, and uh, Josh Briggs. They haven't had their first round matches yet, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they huh. release a bracket. Um, this was really clever. So MSK have an interview. They're asked, uh, "What does the future hold for you?" And he says, well, "We're looking for our next competitors." Uh, and then uh, uh, McKenzie says, "You never told us what MSK stands for." And they said, "Oh man, yeah." Easy. All right. Picture it. Dayton, Ohio, 2015. And then the, yep. the feed cuts out and we get Dirty Imperium. And they interrupt with a video. They sort of run down the tag division. They run down MSK. And uh, 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 Marcel Bartel says, we are here to protect the purity of our sport by any means necessary. And then the video cuts out and MSK are just finishing their story. And that's why we're MSK. And they're like, wow, mm-hmm. that's great. So... Pretty clever. I like that. Yeah, I like that that stuff. We'll never know. Uh, We get a Peter Dune, Oni Lorcan promo. Uh, Pete Dunn's been saying, uh, or says, uh, we've been begging for months. He's been begging for months. Sorry for anyone to prove themselves that they're a better technical wrestler than he is. And finally, Chomp and Thatcher stepped up. And if they really think they're tougher than them, step up and let's have a scrap next week. And then Oni pretty much reiterates what Pete Dunn said. He says, yeah, really, let's scrap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> these guys have zero chemistry. <laughs> like yeah, they, they could just, they're yeah. bothering with them as a tag team anymore. Like uh, Pete Dunn should be doing like five other things. I don't know why they. I mean, look, I'm I'm all in favor of getting Oni Lorcan screen time because I feel like he wouldn't have any if it wasn't for Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's no reason for them to be together None. at None. all. None. They None have like point, zero no. chemistry. Um, after that, we had La Knight versus Drake Maverick. Uh, LA Knight was more concerned with Cameron Grimes showing off the million dollar title holding up that title I know and holding it up really high than he was winning the match uh, at one point you know Knight pretty much dominates this match but then he gets super distracted because Grimes keeps on putting the title down so Grimes comes around to like the commentary area and he sort of puts the title on on the apron he just starts looking around and stuff and uh, and so Knight notices this he goes over because he had just like laid out Maverick and he goes over to Grimes. He's like, hey, yeah, oh, yeah. Put that, hold it high. Hold it really high. And he's, and you know what's going to happen because he's like through mm-hmm. the ropes. Angie's list is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And he's like, get him to hold it high. And the, the title's right in front of his face and Grimes is holding it. And then Maverick comes from behind, drop kicks him in the butt so that he hits, his head hits the title. And then he re, re, uh, rebounds back. Maverick rolls him up and gets the win. Mm-hmm. So Maverick runs over to Grimes where he is, and he's like celebrating, saying, hey, look what I did, look what I did. And Grimes is like, get out of here. What are you doing? Run away. Yeah. Maverick tries to run away, but it's too late. Knight attacks him. Grimes gets in, pulls him off, says, dude, the match is over. Stop doing that. Uh, and then Knight says, you're my butler. You got to do whatever I say, dummy. Yeah. And he insists that Grimes punches Maverick does something to him. He's like, I don't care what you do. You can punch him. You can kick him, but you're going to do it. You need to get, you need to strike him. And yeah. so, uh, so he holds him up and Grimes doesn't like to do it, but he does it. Cause he's a man of his word mm-hmm. and Knight is holding him to that. And the crowd instantly turns on Grimes. Cameron sucks. Cameron sucks. And uh, Grimes is checking on Maverick as Knight is very happy with himself. So yeah, I like this is pretty entertaining stuff. Yeah, it was, it was pretty decent stuff. Uh, we go to the parking lot. A Dodge Challenger shows up. Joe sprints right over, pulls the driver out. And it must be like a valet or something. And Joe says, where is he? Where's Cross? And the the valet, I think he said, oh, I, I, he, I, he he got out in the front of the, of the CWC. So he's not in that part of the parking lot. So then Joe storms off. Yeah. And then we get Zaya Lee versus Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, early on, uh, Raquel is using her strength advantage to uh, control the match. Uh, and then at one point, she's look, she uh, lawn darts uh, Zaya Lee into the, the ring post, is looking for a boot against the ring post. Zaya evades that and starts slamming Raquel's leg against the, the post repeatedly, pushes her on the ring steps, and then for a pretty uh, protracted stretch, focuses her offense on Raquel's leg. Um, at one point, locking on a half crab. Uh, Raquel escapes that, hits a fallaway slam, clothesline dropkick, gets a two count. She goes for a finish. Uh, Zaya escapes that, rolls her up, gets a two, another roll up, another two. She gets a few more kicks, another two. She goes for another kick. Raquel catches that, hits a spine buster, and then does kind of like the twisting inverted Vader bomb thing. Uh, that gets her a two count, but then uh, Zaya leaves obviously hurt. Rest checking on her, uh, tells Raquel to stay back. Trainers come out to check on her. They show a couple replays. The match then continues. Uh, and Raquel just hits her finish to get the win. Mm. As Oof. Raquel and Dakota celebrate in the ramp, Joe just marches on right past them, mm-hmm. hits the ring, calls out Cross, says tonight Cross will learn that there will be a reckoning, tells him to bring his ass out here so he can stomp it all over the arena. And then Cross shows up on the Tron, tells Joe this isn't the same world he walked away from. This is Cross's world now. He's the way of the future. Uh, the NXT title means he can go wherever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. He, he can hurt lose him, to whoever he wants. Apparently. Uh, he can hurt anybody he wants. For example, the camera pans down, and there's Regal laying at his feet. And Joe just sprints out of the ring. And then Cross asks Joe, if you feel like you're really in control, who provoked who? And then he walks off, gets in his car, and drives off as Joe is running out to the parking lot. Be cool if they had like a little chase where Joe is like running after the challenger, but he's oddly really fast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like the Terminator. It's like it's like a Terminator too, yeah. 
<laughs> How terrifying where he, is where he's running like yeah, this. He, Robert Patrick. <laughs> it was like yeah. he would have his hands open like this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all very mechanical. It makes sense. He's a robot. You know? He's a robot. The guy's a robot. <laughs> um, so the good thing is, uh, again, the benefits of getting Fightful Select. Uh, uh, we got an update on uh, ZLE. ZLE. For those asking about Zaylee, we were told she appeared okay backstage after NXT. She had a rough spot that looked like it injured her ribs. Um, yeah, that was a that was a freaky spot. Yeah, you know yeah. when you're dealing with shit near your lungs, your lungs. You don't want to puncture lung. No. Yeah. Right. Um, no, you don't want that. Yeah. Bad. 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 But yes. uh, but yeah. So let's go ahead and answer some questions. Oh, by the way, tomorrow should I mention this ahead of the show? Tomorrow the numbers don't lie. Episode two, Sid. That's right. We're going to apply oh, our wait. going in raw math. Can't wait. On Sid. And it's oh, exclusive to patrons, $5 and up, Twitch subs, and YouTube channel members. So if you're watching us on YouTube, click join and pay attention to that community tab. You can vote. Um, if you're joining us live on Twitch, you can vote. And, uh, and yeah, on the Patreon as well, you can vote. And you can watch live as we dissect. We take a look at the numbers. We put them all together, and we see what – this Sid is a fascinating case. His numbers, I imagine, are probably all over the place. Do the results yes. so far reflect that as well? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. You answered a few questions. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Uh, Awkward Vegas here at the sub, 11 months. Says, hey, happy 11 months, friendos. Here's to 11 more. Thank you so much, Awkward Thank Vegas. You. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. Should Anthony R should, oh yeah. Should Champa and Thatcher fight Dunn and Lorcan in a fight pit? Yes, 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 yes. absolutely. I think yes. that'd be great for all those guys. I think that would be great. Uh, Frederick the Dino says here that Odyssey Jones has already had a dark match a few weeks ago on SmackDown. I think I remember. I think yeah, I, remember I remember that, that too. being the case. Um, Wolfpack for life. What are other wrestling traditions like wrestlers wiping their feet before entering the ring? Um, my favorite was Ken Shamrock coming to the base of the steel steps. Bah! Yeah. That thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are I some... mean, of course, back in the Undisputed Era days, Adam Cole pointed himself. Boom. Boom. Um, there's that. There is... Um, I mean, my favorite is just... Stone Cold Steve Austin walking down the ramp, just running his mouth and never knowing what he was saying. And he brought that up on Broken Skull once. And and he just said, yeah, no, I used to walk down the ramp. I just used to be hyping myself up saying I'm the baddest motherfucker there is. <laughs> I'm like, man, I wish at some point they had a mic on him. Because him talking about, oh, man, look at me. I'm the baddest motherfucker there is. Look at all these fucking people here to see me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, Triple H spitting water. You can't do that anymore. No. Uh, Jorge D, who in Imperium learned hacking skills? Was it Walter himself? Or did they hire someone? If so, who? I mean, there's a Walter hologram already, so I'm guessing Walter. Walter is downtime yeah, is, is is getting up to date on the newest technology. That guy was an early STEM adopter. He was all about that. He's like, look, I create holograms of myself. I can hack into any TV production. I used to listen to Radio Berlin back in my days in Austria. 
let's see here. Wolfpack for oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Moses opposes. How long do you see Cross keeping the title? Till August whatever. Twenty second. Yeah. Twenty second. The uh, RTG power rank things Cross does a little less confidently now in kayfabe. Oh, golly. Do you think he has a hard time getting it up since Monday night? Scarlet, I'm sorry. This never happened before. (laughs) (laughs) Monday night was supposed to be a huge sex ritual. Big sex celebration with him at the centerpiece. Didn't happen. (laughs) He's like, Scarlet, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just... Boy, that loss really, really affected me. Yeah, then when it finally does happen after about 100 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the length of the match. Oh, that's rough, dude. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think you'd join me on that one, but you did. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, he says, "Looks uh, like it's it's gonna have to be a sex neutral summer, Scarlet." <laughs> Till I get that win back. Till I get that win back. Oh, I'm dead. That's great. Uh, White Brandy, who should Raquel drop the belt to, and why is it Saray? Oh, what a great, great suggestion. What a great suggestion. Oh, Gareth has a good question here. If you could choose any NXT superstar to be your personal butler, who would it be? Oh, man. Cross. Yeah, I <laughs> Cross, too. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he'd be a great butler. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. Based on, uh, Jay Singh, based on what you said yesterday about NXT, not really preparing people for main roster. Should it not just become its own thing already? Yeah, no, it should. Totally should. It it should. I kind of feel like it's in this weird limbo of it kind of being its own thing until Vince gets the itch that he wants to bring some new faces on the roster. It's it's a mess, dude. It's a mess. It really is. There's obviously, they got, they, yeah, they got to decide what it's going to be. Doesn't have its own autonomy. But then, and then, you know what? You know what's funny is that it's so reflected in Triple H being defensive about it in his media call because he talked about yeah. that. He was like, you know, yeah. I don't know why people are so concerned with what is it? It's just an old thing. Is it developmental? Just enjoy it. Yeah. Be- and I get it's kind of out of nowhere that he said that too. I know. It's like that's like on his mind. About it. Because yeah. he doesn't know what it's supposed to be because it changes day to day. Yep. Oh, yep. God. To think about how successful the Survivor Series invasion shit was. And yeah. they and immediately after that, once they got their USA nut, they're done. They brush it aside. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet. If Joe was to win the NXT title, who would eventually take it off him? Pete Dunn. Give that belt to Pete Dunn. Yeah, I think they did like a network exclusive thing with Joe and Dunn. Um, again, they had they had a shrug off or whatever it was. Dunn is a great answer. Um, or uh, Kevin Owens. Did they ever? Ke- Owens and uh, Joe never had a thing in NXT, did they? Not in NXT, no. Right. They may have on the main roster, but not in NXT. Uh, this is a good question, Alex Foster. I mean, they did have a match in NXT. Did they? They might have. What was the lineage there? It was uh, Joe took it off Finn and uh, Shinsuke took it off Joe, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, but I'm trying to think if Joe and Kevin Owens may have had a match before Owens went to main roster. Well, you'll know if you type in KO versus Joe and then you get like a 2K16 thing. 
Yeah, uh, Smojo versus Kevin Owens, NXT June seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. And it's real because it's on WWE's YouTube. Okay, that makes sense. How long does well? It's not going to be the entire match. I would it's think. not the whole match. It's like a two and a half minute. Okay. Uh, Alex oh, Foster. when Owens was champion. Okay. Oh, okay. Alex Foster. If you guys were in the way, uh, what would Johnny and Candice get mad at you for constantly? Uh, like probably just farting and laughing about it. Yeah, that's pretty funny though. I would say maybe like if we're on the road, like changing the radio, because mm -hmm. given their theme music, I don't know if we'd be on the same page musically speaking. Mm -mm. And I'd always mm -mm. be changing that. If I did same. something that was annoying, it'd be that. Although I feel bad because like I will give Alabama my phone in the car to change the, whatever song she wants. And I never did that with my stepkids. <laughs> Oh man, I spoiled wow. the hell out of those stepkids though. Let's see here. Uh, oh, uh, Blake Whitehouse is the last one I got on Patreon. Right. Would you be on board with a short NXT Championship reign by Jeff Hardy in any way, shape, or form? Yeah, if he can't. Well, number one, he is the, like the uh, the rightful he should owner be contender. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, that was a championship contender match. Number one, yeah, should have been. Yeah, no. If if yeah, I think that a run in NXT with like a legend like Jeff Hardy who really was so influential with the type of wrestling we see in NXT. Absolutely. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Absolutely. That'd be, that'd be terrific. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, dark Dank Lucha. Do you think Vincent company saw a cross in his dark match? Saw the error in his, their ways and got buyer's remorse or in his ways. Do you think they got buyer's remorse essentially? Oh, on, on cross. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. If they had buyer's remorse, like, wouldn't they have just taken the title off him at this point? Unless they're just seeing through the story they laid they laid the groundwork for. I don't know. It's all very strange. It is very strange. And it's it's funny because like it's easy to look at Raw, but it's like also just on on NXT. And uh, you know, the 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 idea that Vince the raw thing was seeing was Vince seeing, hey, let's see if this guy can survive some curveballs thrown at him. Is totally a possibility. Yeah, I, I would be I wouldn't be surprised. Triple H is not foreign to that concept either. I super believe that WrestleMania thirty two was Triple H trying to get Roman to bring his A game to get over that hump of Triple H mm -hmm. crotch chopping. Because Triple H is doing everything he can to get over in that match with the crowd. And it always felt to me like he was the idea was, hey, if this guy's going to be the face of the company, he's going to need to learn how to swim without, you know, with some with some actual competition. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Uh, Dia Ladre, did you guys hear that? 2K22 is sponsoring SummerSlam. I mean, they got high hopes for that game. Hey, we're open for business. We're open for business, Larson. Bring us out. Yeah. I mean, we're already going to be there. But if they're like yeah, still there, if they're still sponsoring him at the Survivor Series, well, the game will probably be out before then. Bring Usually, us it's out. October when it comes. I think out. they do a little promotion afterwards, though. 
after the game comes out. Uh, Rocco says, you guys in the way would get along great because you all clad on cross the whole time. I know, right? I'd be like, yeah, look at his footwork. And they're like, what do you know about footwork? I'm like, I, I just wanted to talk shit too. I just I want to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fit in. I want to fit in. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, of course, for Friendo Club TV's Numbers Don't Lie. And tonight for AW Fighter Fest Night 2. So that Two. should be a lot of fun. Uh, what's on the, what, what's, what's our AEW preview? What's on fighter fest, not fighter fest night two. What's the I main event? I didn't even look it up yet. I'll have to look it up. Is, uh, is there a Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker? Is that happening? Yeah, tonight? I think that's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That's tonight. That's Let's happening. See what else? Um, we got, Miro uh, versus somebody. Uh, Mir- uh, Mox versus Archer, Archer in the Texas death match for the U S title. Yeah. Uh, it's Jericho versus Sean Spears. The first labor of Jericho. Oh yeah. Where Spears can have a chair and Jericho can't. Yeah, Orange Cassidy versus The Blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one was just announced, I believe. Kazarian versus Doc Gallows. Ooh, Elite Hunter. Sting versus Wheeler Yuta. Sorry, did I say Sting? Darby Allen. Oh, that had been <laughs> I was like, whoa. Wait, wait, hold on. It said Darby Allen with Sting versus Wheeler Yuta. I got to wash this. I can't wear shirts unless I wash them first, but I'm going to be wearing that, man. If we go to. Well, you have time to, you have time to wash it. If we go want. to All Out, I'm going to be busting this out. Believe that. Uh, and those are the matches announced tonight. Cool, cool, right on. So, yeah, join us around 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.